then your slow poke, you will be good with the chili peppers. Hey, Jose, something I forgot to tell That's what I wanted to tell you. Slow poke Rodriguez, he pack a gun. Now he tells me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Top 5 of Death. My name is Matt, and I am welcoming you to our fourth episode ever in existence of history. Um, <laughs> that was BWK. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and I'm joined once again by Owen3, Ryan Dooley. Hello, everyone. He is, he is not happy about losing. He cannot catch a break. That's right. And what is what did he lose to our new listeners? This is how the show works. I'll give you a real quick uh, rundown. Each week, we have a list, uh, a topic of something, and we each come up with our own top five list, and then it go, Then after the show, the lists go up onto our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash top five of death, um, for people to vote on. And then you, the listeners, vote on which list you agree with the most, and then uh, a winner is decided. This week, it was myself. I am now uh, two and <laughs> one. And um, then we decide, the winner decides how the other two people uh, die in a horrible death. Usually uh, the story is pro, um, given its meat from the previous episode. Um, so And I have not won one yet. Nope. Not only, uh, have you even come in second? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's only three spots here. and you're <laughs> uh, no, I'm like losing horribly. Here, here's the thing. I'm not going to cater my lists. Oh, here we go. For votes, okay? Yeah. You know what? You know what? If you can't get on board with my lists, I'm not going to compromise what are really works of art. Yeah, yeah he's so real. Votes, okay, guys. He's so real. You're such a performance lister. <laughs> you only care about that. You're not going to sell it to corporate iTunes or whatever. You're not going to see my lists in any art galleries. All right, guys, because no. I'm real. I can't. You know what? The first list you win, we're going. That's going to be our first shirts. We're going to print your list. <laughs> On shirts, and we're gonna make money off of you. I really hope I never win. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like I said, um, last week's episode was on board games. Um, it was a very giggly episode, as BWK put it. It really was. It, yeah, we yeah. were like school children. You should listen to it if you haven't. Yeah, it's really it's a really fun episode. Um, but my list one, me, Maddie B. That's a horrible nickname I just gave myself. Uh, <laughs> I think Me, Fireball Matt. <laughs> I think it's going to stick, though. I think we should keep it up. Yeah. Matty B. All right. So anyway, so why don't we get to um, the deaths? Now, see, I combined you guys' stories. Oh, that's original. Yeah, it's original since it's only been three episodes. Yeah. I think everything's <laughs> going to be pretty original. I think there's a rule against that. I think you nope. can do that. <sighs> so uh, without any more delay, let's get into this. It's a little dark in here, but... So, this is how you guys died. While on a play date, Dooley and BWK <laughs> were confined to the house due to a terrible rainstorm. I'm bored, whined BWK. I know. Let's play a board game. <laughs> what do you got? Asked Dooley. Um, I only have five games, and four of them are being uh, borrowed, <laughs> said BWK. Wow. That's all right. What's the game you have? Asked the Duel. He said, I don't know. It's been up in the attic for years, and uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to go up there to get it. So Dooley and BWK go into the attic. It's very dark and dingy and very spooky, and then they, they come across a chest. They go over, and they open the chest. <laughs> I think the game's in here, says BWK. <laughs> Locked away. So they see the game. Oh, there it is. 
BWK picks it up, and as soon as he picks it up, a crash of lightning is heard. <laughs> they both are frightened. BWK drops the box out of sheer fright. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> that was weird, he says. He goes, well, <laughs> let's play the game. <laughs> Just move straight into it. <laughs> yep. So BWK opens the box, and he's thumbing through the rule book while Dooley's just looking around the attic. Hmm. That's strange, he says. It says here, before you pick up the game, you have to say these three words, but I don't know why they would put it in the <laughs> instruction books. <laughs> but then to get to the instruction book, you have to pick up the game. <laughs> he says, anyway, so he just ignores it and keeps going. All of a sudden, there's a uh, a rapping at the door. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. So they both go downstairs, and they open the door, but no one is there. Hmm. Must have been the wind, says BWK. <laughs> I agree with that. It must have been. <laughs> I mean, the wind t- typically makes a knocking sound, yeah. <laughs> Usually. So he goes to close the door, but before it closes, a, a whirlwind flies into the house. Whoa, says BWK. <laughs> yeah. And see, it was the wind. I was right. <laughs> right. I mean, it was storming outside. Uh, so anyway, they uh, they go to play the game. And uh, <laughs> before, they, before they can do so... Before they can do so, something catches Dooley's eye. Huh, I wonder what that is. He goes over to the window, and he's looking. Doesn't really see much. And then, crash through the window comes a zombie. Oh, God. Uh-oh, Dooley's in peril, <laughs> says BWK. <laughs> what a natural sentence. Uh-oh, du- my friend is in trouble. Watch out, given his best performance. Uh, they fight off They fight off the, the zombie, and... <laughs> long is the story? <laughs> long enough. They fight off the zombie, uh, but it's too late. Are you okay? Asked BWK. Dooley says, yeah, I'm fine. So then BWK goes to w- turn around to walk away, and he says, oh, one last thing. And he turns around back to Dooley, but Dooley is now <laughs> wearing a red leather jacket with zippers and straps and looks like a zombie. <laughs> what? <laughs> he says, oh, are we playing dress up? I get it. You're Michael Jackson from Thriller. <laughs> Just at that point, Dooley is not playing games, lunges at BWK and tears out his throat. They are now both zombies and are subsequently dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All from playing the board game Grave Danger, which I forgot to mention <laughs> in the <laughs> beginning. What pivotal moment. Like at one point, like, wind crashes through the, through the door. So anyways, they try to play the game. <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned that I said that's strange like 20 times. <laughs> That's what you. That's like your catchphrase. That is, yeah, I said, I said too. I kind of want to break the fourth wall a little bit. Sure. Go when ahead. You, when you came, before the podcast, you came in and instead of writing the story, <laughs> Matt was doing what? Uh, when I came in here, Matt was like, "Oh, I'm not going to write the story. I'm just going to wing it because <laughs> because he was playing the Three Stooges game on the NES." <laughs> Listen, someone so, needs to get those orphans out of the orphanage before it gets closed down. Oh my God. So that's uh that's why that story maybe sounded a little off the cuff. <laughs> what do you mean? That was pure improv. I take <laughs> improv classes and I'm Oh yeah, pr- I can tell. Yeah. Whoa. Uh well, anyway, that was the story. I I I kind of ran out of time. And it's and it's, it's I don't know where everyone's listening from, but so we're So anyways, we're next in week Boston. vote for me. <laughs> if you want to hear Dooley's craptastic story. Yeah. I don't know. Well, why don't you put some stuff oh, people like... I can't like. wait to fucking put you down Ooh. when I win. Ooh. Oh, it's going to feel so good. You're uh, getting kind of snippy yeah, already. Yeah, be careful there. <laughs> We've heard some reviews about you being a little bit of a a diva. Hey, thanks to everybody who actually emailed in. Um, more of them would be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go on a tangent again, but... Um, <laughs> 
But uh, oh, we didn't mention this, and we probably should have. The email address is top five of death at gmail.com, but the five is the numeral five. Yeah, that was one thing we forgot to mention. Oh, okay. So, We're so sorry. the person that owns the other yeah. email address is like, <laughs> what's all this email? I don't get any of it. Podcast? I don't even have a podcast. <laughs> I have a video blog. Um, the other thing, too, is a lot of people um, have kind of been giving us feedback about, like, oh, you know, when I listen to the podcast, I want to. Um, now, every time you get to a number, I want to give my number. Go to our Facebook page. Leave it in the comments. Leave us your top five, or of what? Fun. Yeah, of whatever topic we're talking about. Start a conversation. We're we're there to inter- interact. That's what Facebook is for. Well, I I love jumping in and you know. Oh yeah, that was a great one. Or that was dumb. You're an idiot. <laughs> Oh but God! Yeah, that's yeah, that's so right. That sounds great. Yeah, you're really selling it now. Yeah, sure. Hey, come to our Facebook. We'll humiliate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you feel like you're up for the challenge. But um, seriously, one thing that that will do for us as a show, if you like the show, um, and you want to help the show, please comment because that's going to show up in your feed and it's going to get to your friends um, that we can't get to because it's the whole networking site and everything. And that's just going to advertise the show and it's really going to help us out. And we would love that. Yep. So please. Yeah, and speaking of the show, maybe we should get into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're recording. Great transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seamless. So this week's topic for the top five, well, how far are we in? <laughs> like 10 minutes in? That's a long 10 that minutes. That's 10 minutes they can't get back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's 10 minutes that's not even actually hey, the show. You know what else? You know, you know, how, know how you can complain? Send us an email to the top five of death at gmail.com. I Say you like when you guys talked about <laughs> me for 10 minutes. All right. You guys want shorter intros? Email mm-hmm. us. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. We can cater the show. But, um... So yeah, this week's uh, topic of the top five of death are uh, cartoon characters. Top five cartoon uh, characters. Favorite really cartoon characters. Yep, favorite. So there's no real restrictions, and um, we're just going to get right into it. I started last week, so we're back to starting with BWK, number five. Okay, number five. So my number five, or as I like to say, my fifth best is uh, a new edition. Actually, I think uh, I should probably preface that all of mine... It was so hard to find the correct spot for them on the list. I, mean, I don't I know. If, did really you guys have trouble time. with that? Yeah, too? I had a really hard time. Agreed. With that as yeah. Well. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, it's, I feel like this list could change at any minute. <laughs> so, but uh, but I still feel really firmly that this is a good number five. So my number five character is Wreck It Ralph. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Neither have I. Another nope. computer animated character. Well, that movie is great. Yeah. I actually, I this, I, all right. I'm about to get a. A whole load, whole load of shit, but I have not seen it yet. Oh, man. oh wow, really? I apologize to everybody, um, <laughs> but you know what? That's my fault. I should have seen it. So if you guys want to talk about it, feel free. Yeah, well, I, I think you really should see it because I, I, I want to. Okay, well, good. <laughs> well, let's cover that. Moving on, Dooley. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think everybody should see it if they haven't. It's, uh, it's really kind of clever the way that they incorporated like the video game world and they made Wreck-It Ralph his own like character of a video game. Oh, for people that don't know, Wreck-It Ralph is a movie about l- what video game characters do when they're not playing, when they're not being played as as a game. Um and it's it's really clever. They've got a lot of really cool like inside jokes and then uh the story itself is just um like kind of like really sweet, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so it's, so yeah. it's like Toy Story but with video game characters. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, right. It kind of like breaks the the wall. Yeah. Know? And one of the things that I I love about it is that uh Ralph Wreck-It Ralph is the bad guy in his game and he doesn't want to be. 
he he's a good guy. He's a nice he's a nice guy, but he is considered the bad guy of his yeah. game. Well, all stereotypes come from somewhere, so yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he did something that's somewhere down the line. Well, he definitely deserves to be a bad guy. I think uh, it, like they give his his character like reason to be the bad guy, uh, but he's just like really sweet and very charming, and uh, and like you you want him to to be considered a good guy by the people in his in his uh, game, and I just I, I just really kind of. I don't know. I thought he was really sweet and a nice character and just a clever story. That, that movie him. was uh, really great. It's interesting seeing like, you know, uh, characters from Mario and then Sonic the Hedgehog whoa, in whoa, 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 whoa. the same movie. Get out of town. Yeah. How See, dare well, they? Well, there's like all these different uh, characters from actual video games in the movie. That yeah. sounds like a licensing free, uh, fiasco. <laughs> I yeah, don't know well, they, how they did it. I don't know how they did it either, but they, uh, they also like... Um, created a bunch of fake games that don't exist in the arcade and they're all 100% believable as real games. <laughs> like if, if any of those fake games were real games, you'd you'd believe it. <laughs> you, you Can you remember question. any off of the top of your head? Well, yeah, I mean there well there's Wreck-It Ralph, which is a fake game. Um well actually I think it's called it's called Fix-It Felix Jr. That's right. the name of the game. And then uh, that Wreck-It Ralph is the bad guy in. Um and then there's uh Sugar Rush, which is kind of like a racing game. San Francisco Rush. Sugar Rush. But it's a lot... Well, no, it's nothing like San Francisco Rush, actually. It's like, it's like a racing game that takes place pretty much in, in Candyland. Yeah, in Candyland. So, uh, th- and that's and that's such a clever di- name for the racing game, too, Sugar Rush. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Hero's Duty, which is like a, a like Call of Duty kind of thing, but they fight bugs. I honestly thought I thought it was like a, a poop reference. Hero's well, Duty. Oh, uh, I, I guess maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh... But uh, oh, you class. really have not even heard of this movie. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, you should, and when you do watch it, you should pay attention to Ralph, even though he's the main character, voiced by John C. Riley, by the way. But when you do, pay attention to him because he's just such a lovable character. I I like him a lot. Yeah. All right. It was a good movie. Good good pick. Yeah. Right. Duel. Next? All right, me. Okay, my number five is Charlie Brown. All right, my number five <laughs> is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nothing. All right. <laughs> I feel like Charlie Brown now. <laughs> oh no! I, I actually he almost made my list. The only thing was, um, he he's I don't know. I don't feel I feel like there's like not a lot of. Uh, I mean, he's got his his, his movies, but I mean, how yeah, many movies did, are why there? Why did you pick him? Yeah, you your pick. Defend him. Defend him. <laughs> I didn't know I had to defend. <laughs> well, you just thought everyone would be like, "Yes, yeah, Charlie well, no, Brown." There, there, there were, oh, I'm sorry. Wow, there duel. Were a, there were a lot of specials. So with, prolific, uh, Charlie Brown. But there were also there were series. Um, but what, most was there a series? Y- yes. Um, but the it's most memorable from his specials, like his Christmas special. Yeah, his that's special. A, that's an awesome special. The um, Christmas one. It's so good. The reason why I like Charlie Brown. Um, is because he's so self-loathing, and I can totally relate to that. He is uncoordinated and just hates himself for it. It's like he's going through this awkward like childhood and doesn't really know himself yet, but is so self-aware about it, which you're not really as a kid, like when you're going through awkward times, which I'm sure you both went through. Um, me? No. no. God, me neither. I was a quarterback when I was five. Me too. All right, so <laughs> but uh, play no, number four is I know, uh, I know, quarterback I know in a lacrosse team. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the Christmas special is really great. Uh, the Great Pumpkin is awesome. And the, the part that always kills me, it always will kill me, is when they're all comparing what they got. Like, oh, I got five candy bars, and I got some, I got some chocolate, and then Charlie Brown's just like, 
I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like they, whoever was giving the candy went out of their way to specially give Charlie Brown a fucking rock. <laughs> oh, there's that depressed little boy. That's a really, really bright in his day. But he's he's constantly just like, what's the point of life? I don't know. <laughs> Just I actually hates himself so much, and I love that about Charlie Brown. He never really learns from it. Nope. Like he kind of does, but then like next time it's just back to Charlie Brown just being like, I don't want to be a part of this life anymore. <laughs> I um I actually never watched Charlie Brown, but uh, or you know paid much attention to it. But I didn't really know that that was his gimmick. I I know that he like I thought just like a lot of bad stuff happened to him, but it's just that he's like so self loathing, and that's what the the gimmick is he almost kind of bring brings it upon himself <laughs> like bad things kind of happen to him but he's just like yeah i don't know of course that happens to me oh. <laughs> he's so, like, so he's pretty much that person you never want to hang out with pretty i mean he doesn't really he, which his only friend is a dog kind of relates to duel yeah right? i mean that's why i was able to relate to him so well yeah <laughs> You're like oh, oh my, my god my number five pick was kind of an outsider too so that's Cool. Yeah, so me and you are friends. All right, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I wonder what your outsider pick uh, is. My number five was Johnny Rocket. No, <laughs> <laughs> was, that was the most positive name I could think of in my head. Um, so my number five in my top five is also kind of, it's kind of a, a newcomer to the cartoon scene. Not so much as Wreck-It Ralph, but um, my number five is SpongeBob Square, SquarePants. Great. Very good. Yeah. He, uh, Solid. He's just, yeah, he's like a fantastic cartoon character. He just it, everything he does is only exists in the cartoon world. Um, it can only uh, the the premise of the show of a sponge <laughs> in the water makes zero sense. And the thing about SpongeBob that kills me is that he's like he's he's not quite stupid, but he's he's so overly determined and positive that even when he doesn't succeed, he's succeeding he's right. kind of the opposite of charlie brown and wreck it ralph isn't he, <laughs> he really is yeah yeah he's like really good at stuff he's very you know has a lot of confidence so you can relate to spongebob squarepants yeah being great sense. at everything and you know just you know better than everyone else Some, something you mentioned matt is that he's a great cartoon character he truly is he's yeah. like he only exists as a cartoon character if he <laughs> if he was anything else that would make no sense right i don't know if you're making fun of me or not no no i'm t i'm serious yeah um but he um and he's he also has a rare quality in a cartoon that kind of transcends uh ages yeah and like anyone of any age can watch a spongebob squarepants if you don't like spongebob squarepants there's something wrong with you yeah that you have no soul you something happened to you <laughs> as a kid probably really bad and you grew up with gray eyes so <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened but that was that's my that's my number five great that, that's yeah. a great number five thanks well, let's do uh Number fours. Yeah. May the fours be with you. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, I'll just start. Okay, so I, I have to say that my number four was one that I really wanted to put on this list somewhere, and I kind of wrestled with whether he should, this character, who's he, <laughs> should be at four or not, um, but I... I landed on yes, it should be, <laughs> as you are about to find out, because I'm going to tell you who <laughs> it is. Thank you for that. <laughs> I can't wait to find out who it is. <laughs> what a completely useless intro to this number four. Uh, so um, it is Brandon Small from Home Movies. Oh, oh okay. Goodness. I'm not familiar with that show. I'm a little familiar with it. That's about as far as my knowledge goes. <laughs> yeah, that his name was Brandon Small? Yeah. Okay, so then now I have my work cut out for me. Crap. Yep. <laughs> I thought we were going to like all chat about it and whatever. Uh, so let me uh, just kind of like quickly run down. The sh so the show is kind of in that like squiggle vision cartoon 
Uh, you guys familiar with that squiggle vision kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah? No. No, it's like... It was it, like kind of Dr. Katz had it. Remember Dr. Katz? Oh, okay. When, yeah, the lines like move around. The outline kind of moves. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. It's like yeah, it's exactly. just kind of shaky or whatever. Yeah. So um, the thing the thing about that, it, it's just, I don't know, I really like that style. But the cool thing about home movies is that most of the dialogue is improv-ed. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. So like they're, it's, it's so and they natural. And animate around the dialogue? I, you know, I, I'm curious to know exactly how they do that. And um, yeah, I never. I, there's, there's a I couple of cartoons that there's it. a couple of cartoons that do that. I don't. I don't know how they do it either. Yeah, I should have been prepared to talk about that aspect of it. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, sorry, but um, so my number four is. <laughs> but I, I the that's part of the reason why I love that show. It's it because of the improv dialogue. It's all very natural, and uh, the conversations go like in really weird places. <laughs> and uh, I feel like knowing it's improved makes it funnier that because you know that they're like kind of just working off of each other right um and i need to get into that show it is good every time i hear about that show people love it yeah it's kind of like a a kind of a culty show people that that like it love it so your character is the main character main main character yeah okay and he uh does this thing that i used to do when i was a kid too is like make makes home movies hence the title uh so it's a, it's a little relatable. Yeah. Also, he you know he st- he stumbles on his words and he's, <laughs> he rambles a lot. And uh, uh, he I don't know I I just love Brandon Small. I think he's so likable. And when you guys get around to watching home movies, which I've seen an episode or two. Oh, okay, well, um, Julian, when you hey, do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you guys get around to watching it, um, uh, you, I think you're gonna really like his character. Is he also, uh, is that that older guy in that? Is that the same voice as the guy who does uh, Bob's Burgers? Uh, H. John Benjamin. That's the guy who does it. He does um, uh, Archer too. Yeah, he's he's oh, right, yeah. yeah he's an awesome voice actor. He plays Coach McGurk on that and show. He's a, he's a character on Family Guy too. Is he? Yeah the the nerd, like the the nerdy uh, like comic book guy. Oh wait, comic book guy? Hmm. Yeah. Who's that in Family Guy? I don't know how else to describe him <laughs> besides what? how exactly I just described him. Well, that, I, then I have no idea. Well, isn't that a Simpsons character, comic yeah. book guy? <laughs> yeah, he's. Are you he's all very, right? He's very similar. It's, oh yeah, it's okay. really hot in this room. You <laughs> right. guys should know that it's it's so hot that we're we're all holding ice packs because we can't we can't put like a fan on or anything because it will be picked up by the microphone. Yeah, so. so I think I just I think I just fell asleep for a little while. <laughs> also, we have the lights out just to like make it a little cooler down we're here. Podcasting in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of just going off instinct at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I swear to God, there's a there's a comment. Neither one of you guys. No. All right, keep going. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. That is uh that's my number four is Brendan Small from Home Movies. Nice. Hooray. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, you'll love it. Everybody would. Dually. <laughs> cool. So my number four is Slowpoke Rodriguez. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck is that? Well, I will okay. Dually, why don't you tell him? Yeah, so Slowpoke Rodriguez is Tell our white Tunes. supremacist friend over here who <laughs> Slowpoke Rodriguez is. He's uh he's from Looney Tunes and he's uh Speedy Gonzalez's cousin. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> and he's the slowest mouse in Mexico. <laughs> he he essentially sounds like uh, what's his face from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, he sounds like uh, do do it. Can you do it? Yeah, oh, of like, course he can. I just go and take a siesta. <laughs> I will vouch for Dooley that he says that very often. <laughs> oh, Speedy! I just get so hungry. <laughs> Uh, and then like that's what he'll do he'll like he'll like get cheese but the cheese is like in like 
a cat's bed. Like, it would be, go to really dangerous places, and Speed would be like, are you kidding me? And he can't <laughs> get away because he's so slow. So if he gets captured, here's the thing about Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> is that His name is so funny. <laughs> He, he, like, if he gets captured, he has a giant gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he just shoots people in the face. Yeah. In Looney Tunes? Yeah. Yeah. They they pulled some, some you know, ethnic truths from these shows. I, oh, I, I watched a, an episode where, you know, Slowpoke visits <laughs> Speedy. <laughs> right. When, Every time you say his ha, name. Has, has he ever had his own episode? He he made, he only made cameos in Speedy Gonzalez episodes. And he made your top five list. Yeah, He's wait. so goddamn funny. Yeah, wait, wait. Right. So Speedy Gonzalez never had his own episodes, though, did he? Y- yeah, yeah. Did. It would be it would be him versus Sylvester the cat. Right. Oh. Okay. I mean, like their their own shorts. Like you know, the short would have Speedy, and you know, some shorts would be like you know the Wiley Coyote. Uh, you know, the Road Wiley Coyote. Stuff, so yeah. that must be uh, that must be Speedy's cousin on his uh, mother's side because <laughs> they have different last names. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just they were they were second cousins. Uh, yeah, they were like twice removed. But there was this episode where Speedy comes to visit, and you see inside uh, Slowpoke comes to visit Speedy, and you look inside, Speedy, you look inside Speedy's house, and he has this sign hung up on the wall that says "Casa Sweet Casa." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, is that something that Speedy does, or is that something that Slowpoke does? That's in Speedy's home. Oh, <laughs> Casa Sweet Casa on the wall, and uh, some people like two cats were like chasing Slowpoke. And Slowpoke's just kind of nonchalantly walking away. And one of the cats is like, no, that's Slowpoke Rodriguez. You can't get him. And the cat's like, of course I can. He picks him up and Slowpoke Rodriguez shoots him in the face. And he goes, I wanted to tell you, Slowpoke carries a gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, man. I have to look this up. That that sounds really funny. They they probably don't air those episodes anymore. I just... I had to I had to do a little bit of research on Slowpoke yeah. Rodriguez. Do you know how many like episodes he's in? Do you know any it's, facts about him? It was uh, I want to say either four or five episodes from what I saw <laughs> That's on, it. on his Wikipedia. Yeah. That's it. But it made your your number four of all time. It, it made is an impression. He's so fun. Well, well, at first I was like, I really like Speedy Gonzalez, but I'm like, how about goddamn Slowpoke Rodriguez that nobody knows about? Um, so I chose that because he's way funnier. He's got that. <laughs> that really like racist kind of yeah, vibe that, going. That uh that character went the way of the uh the crows from the Looney Tunes world. <laughs> yeah, right. He's all he's a massable build. <laughs> um yeah, but he, one thing I will I kind of <laughs> come to kind of come to the defense of Dooley is uh he yeah, he was only like only had like five cameos, but this is the the top five characters. So I guess really, I mean, if you like the character that much, I mean, I guess that's all that matters. Right. Yeah, so. sure. I mean, Wreck-It Ralph's in one movie. So. Right, yeah, exactly. And we didn't give you shit. Yeah, <laughs> you should have. <laughs> even though we should have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we let you give you that pass, and that's how you treat us. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, my number four... Um, my number four, also kind of new. Not, actually, you know what? He's not nearly as new as I'm about to say he is. He's... I'll be the judge of Over that. 15 years old. Well, that's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, um, but... My number four is Eric Cartman. Yeah, great. Oh, wow. That's been on for 15 Solid. years? Uh, yeah, I heard I heard a, the st- uh, somebody rattled off when the first episode was the other day, and I was like, holy mother of God. And I was like, you know what? They're right. I'm I'm 28, and I remember I remember trying to rush home from, like, school shopping to, like, see the first episode on uh, Comedy Central. You were school shopping at 
p.m. Yeah, air at night. Yeah, when do you school shop? <laughs> that's when Bradley's was open. <laughs> Flyleen's basement. So, yeah, oh, we got to do that's when you top, to go to top five, <laughs> top, top five closed department stores. Top five debunked closed um, departments. But yeah, Eric Cartman. Uh, talk about a an awesome character. He uh, he's one of those uh, he's one of those characters that kind of you know you watch it for his antics a lot. He's changed so much. Oh yeah, too. he he's he's timeless. He he just he rolls with you know as things evolved and situations arise <laughs> and so like in real life he just he goes with them and it's awesome the writing for him is unbelievably great the little nuances that they do like um for a while there he would always um everything he needed was like he always needed a million dollars no matter what he did he would only do it for a million dollars and i just thought that was so funny because it's so stupid because like yeah it's such like a generic amount of money to request something for it was like a million dollars but whenever he said it it was just so fucking funny to me <laughs> oh you said that they're timeless now i don't watch south park a lot but every time i do i i love it i think it's so funny but i never like think to watch it you know one of those kind of things sure but uh one thing i know about south park a few things that i know about south park is that it's um it's like very topical isn't it it's right. very about like what's happening does that um, work for a timeless show well in the last i don't know Five seasons, maybe. But doesn't that date the show a lot? All right, so, may, so maybe I use the wrong term. You are on a roll today. <laughs> I just want to everyone you. to be very clear about the words well, they use. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird because a lot of the times it's not necessarily topical in the sense that it's like, you know, uh, oh, uh, Kim Kardashian like had sex with Ray J and then like makes an episode about that. Is it, that a fact will, about Kim Kardashian? If you don't know that, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I, I don't even know what Kim Kardashian looks like. She could be standing <laughs> in this room right now. I wouldn't know it was her. Oh, God, so, Kim, I'm sorry. Don't don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> he knows who you are. Kim, we're just messing around. Jeez. You know how sensitive she is. Congratulations on the baby. That wasn't a cigar store Indian. That was Kim Kardashian <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Uh, what the hell were we talking no, about? Uh, so, <laughs> so d- you're saying it's, so your it's not very... So number four is Kim Kardashian. Yeah, the cigar <laughs> story in the end. Wait, so you're saying it's not uh, All right, very... So it, it, it has a valid... It usually has a valid point to make, and it's inspired by things that are going on, but not necessarily topical in the sense that... Right. It the, makes like a Lindsay Lohan joke, right. you know? The so it, it's a little more deep than that. Although it does, though, doesn't it? Always. Every episode is one, <laughs> one, one Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan joke. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. We all remember that from that news story that happened years ago about the actual <laughs> Christmas poo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could we forget that? It was, it was straight from the headlines. Right. <laughs> it was definitely a more absurd show, I think, when it first started. Not that it's not absurd now. Right. But it most of it just kind of came out of nowhere. But, um, but Cartman, like... Oh right! <laughs> there's we not do a, have to uh, talk about Cartman, don't we? <laughs> remember, all right, who, I'm I'm sure this happened to everybody, but um, there was a point in your like when we were growing up, um, and I assume this happens to generations after us. But there's a like fifth, sixth grade who isn't imitating Cartman, trying to do his voice. Oh man! Trying to talk like him. It was just like what you did. It was so risque. Right, yeah. And like even today, like nowadays when I hear people my age who do it now, I, I, I like cringe at it because <laughs> right, it's yeah. so embarrassing. It's like, don't, don't, ah, call, ah. don't call me fat. Ah, I'm big mouth. Oh, you guys <laughs> are doing it. 
Yeah, that actually did sound good. <laughs> it's a, it's a do, a, do a couple more lines? I yeah, can't. yeah. That was the one. Though, I think I did it on accident. Just ten more lines. It's me, Eric Cartman. Oh, Hello, I am Eric Cartman. <laughs> uh, no, yours is awesome. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Eric Cartman. I'm gonna. I'm going for a yes. I'm going for a yes. <laughs> this is like not interesting for anybody <laughs> to listen to. We're terrible. And then there was twenty minutes of the podcast where they tried to do Eric Cartman's <laughs> voice. Just turned into <laughs> a hybrid <laughs> Slowpoke Rodriguez character. <laughs> Dooley wouldn't stop talking about some family so yeah, so guy that, character. That so didn't that's, exist. That's my number four. Um, number three, middle of the pack. Wow, here we go. Wait, you don't want to talk more about Carpent? What about, like why he's num- your number four? Oh, um, I because he was funny. Great, great reason. Right, I <laughs> thought he was funny. He said a lot of th- he said a lot of naughty words that I like to say, and <laughs> um, he was fat. I was fat. He's still fat. I'm uh, very hunky and muscular now. Hunky. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't see, but he's a smoking hunk. That's oh right. My, God. my belly's hanging out. Uh, okay, so m- then my number three. Wow, we are on threes. Wow. Yeah, we're 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 cruising. Thirty minutes into the podcast, so oh wow, we're like right on pace this time. Yeah, nice. Well, my number three is kind of the opposite of Eric Carmen because uh, <laughs> we're Carmen and you know, whatever. Anyway, so my <laughs> my number three is Carl Fredrickson from Up, the old guy from Up. Oh, do you guys see Up? I yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so I, so so you want you want to get back into the conversation about. Uh, how many episodes they were in? <laughs> well, uh, th- I picked this character for a very specific reason. Up is is my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. You, you then you like to cry because that's what that movie does to people. Yeah, I know. And uh, well, <laughs> well, no, I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> Up is your favorite movie ever. Yeah, yeah. It's really. Yeah, it's so good. It's wow. uh, you. You mean to tell me that you like it more than Double Dragon? The movie? <laughs> oh, crap. No, I guess not. Yeah, Second you, favorite you, movie. You done fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, the thing the thing about that makes Carl such like a an amazing character is that he's just so well-written and so human in, in being like a cartoon character. And his uh, his struggle is something that you don't ever see in cartoons. You know, the struggle of like of an old man who you know, I, loses his I see it his every wife. day at work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we see it a lot in life, but we never see it in cartoons. And there's just something like really, um, not to be like cheesy well, he's, or he's stupid. He's like a jaded old man. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll I'll edit in some sad music while you say your next thing. Thank you. You can just bring it straight from the uh, soundtrack. But uh, the uh, the thing that that's great about him though is that he's like, you you never see like a character that has like this kind of like tragic but like beautiful story. And I know that I'm being like kind of like poetic and a podcast that we're supposed to be being goofy well, but it's your favorite movie i'd expect yeah but i just I, I really love it i think that um you don't see especially in kids movies a story that's like about about like your like lost love and um you know that, that aging and getting older and like letting go of of your past and stuff like that like you don't see that in cartoons often ever well it's it's funny because the way that movie goes is you, you discover that you know his wife dies in like the very beginning. Oh, of the movie. spoiler alert! Jeez Louise! If you haven't seen Up by now, please, you please see it. <laughs> up by now. <laughs> um, but then there's like that first comedic scene where he's like riding down the stairs in the um, what do you call that? Like automatic chair or something, right? right yeah, yeah. In, his, in his little chair, and he's riding, and it's like kind of comedic. But you just learn the most heart wrenching fact about this guy that he's like old and lonely. Yeah, and they like ease you back into it being like kind of a fun movie. Um, and it is fun when it when it when it does get there, you know. Like, um, but w- what I really love about the movie is like what it 
like what it has to say about aging and what it has to say about like still like you can still be like the hero of a story even though you're 78 years old and, and you've lost it. everything yeah, yeah like you, you could be the hero of a story however you should probably have your license revoked at that age <laughs> i just want to just chime that in there to his and credit there's no reason for you to own an iphone right enough enough with it to but yeah sure to his credit he's not driving he's flying and it's a house <laughs> and not even a plane right so he doesn't have to worry about backing up into school children <laughs> i didn't say anything about flying well a house. actually he does uh he does have to worry about one school chi- child yeah the one that he takes under his care the one with the dangers uh, so the one with the ambiguous ethnic background <laughs> so um, this is very true this He's is part the eskimo part asian man so this is the um the Inuit. quote from imdb of like the description of the movie um so for people who don't know this is the description of the movie uh, it says, Carl sets out to fulfill a lifelong dream to see the wilds of South Africa and complete a promise he made to his his lifelong love. Aww. How sweet is that? I, just I don't know. Candyland's tagline was sad. pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that again? Uh, sweet a sweet children. Little, a sweet little, yeah, Sweet Children <laughs> was sweet the name children. of it. Sweet Children. It was written in blood. My favorite children. <laughs> Uh, a sweet game for sweet people, right? Uh, yeah, it was a sweet little game. No, a sweet, yeah, a sweet little game for sweet little people. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so both cute statements. Um, but uh, something to say about Up is that for anybody who wants to challenge Carl Freder- Fredrickson not being an incredible number three choice, uh, or maybe even likely a number one choice, right? Anybody? Nobody has it. Okay, but uh, all no. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the second animated film of all time to be nominated for Best Picture. So it's, oh, wow. Yeah, first being, I know everyone. Wait, wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Can I guess what the first one was? Sure. Um, was it Toy Story? No. That's my only Toy guess. Story Snow, is the, Snow White. Toy Story 3 is the third um, um, animated film. Heavy Metal, the animated movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the first one is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the oh first. okay. First one. And that lost to Silence of the Lambs in 91, if you guys... Oh, what a weird Which year. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs was the first like, really horror gotta, movie. You really got <laughs> really to decide like what you're going to pick. <laughs> I just picture like... I don't like, know. Uh, you want to do Silence of the Lambs or Beauty and the Beast? They like, cut, they're like cut <laughs> to they're the audience. They're both kind of scary. They like, cut to the audience and like Hannibal Lecter's in his like, uh, little gurney thing with the mouth guard on. <laughs> and they, then they cut to Chip in like a tuxedo. And he's looking very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but as, as you guys may remember, Up lost to the Hurt Locker. So there's a pretty big co- contrast what there the too. Hell? How do they put these movies up against each other? Yeah, and and then uh, Toy Story three was uh, that was in 2010. So what King's Speech? Okay, King's Speech. Well, well, those aren't at least that wasn't like a oh, horrible tragic event movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's a little different. But anyway, so the Lion King lost to Speed. <laughs> Did it? No. Oh. Well, um, also uh, you should know that the president of the Screen Actors Guild, Ed Eisner. Is the guy who voiced Carl Fredrickson? So of course, he probably oh, okay. wrote himself in. Yeah. Just another another little piece of uh, in a trivia. Anyway, whatever. Carl Fredrickson. I am not going to defend that anymore. Do you think he's related to Lars Fredrickson of? Ransom? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. It's yeah, his granddad. <laughs> there's there's so many references in that movie to that. <laughs> okay, so uh, then Dooley, you want to take it? All right, cool. My turn. That was a good pick. Ryan okay. Dooley's number three. Yay! Let's do it. Number three, Daria Morgendorfer. Oh, you hipster. What hipster. the fuck? Are you kidding me? No, no, I, w- I love that choice. That's a great choice. Oh, Thank come you. on. What, I'm going go, to go, go put on my football jersey. We were jersey. like eight. When let, let, him, let him explain. Go ahead. Why? Con- I, don't, I don't want to now. Convince, right. Matt. Um, Convince Matt. Convince Matt. 
Why sell you me. You don't like that show? No, actually, I do like it. I'm just being a you piece of shit. You should sell me on why you don't like it. Yeah. Um, because she's um different and like not popular. All right, go on. Um, her hair smells like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they accurately animated that in the show. <laughs> I had a scratch and sniff card, and I had a little caption that told me when to scratch and sniff. And it was whenever she was on screen. Uh, Daria is awesome because, uh, first off, I don't know if you guys knew this, but it's a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. So she uh, was a character in Beavis and Butthead. So it started in 1997, five seasons long. Oh, wow. Um, wow, that's a lot longer than I remember. Yeah. yeah there was a movie, too, wasn't there? There were, there were two made-for-TV movies. Nice. Really? One was, um, is it fall yet? And the other was, is it college yet? And uh, she is so funny. She's so dry. I think uh, that kind of introduced me to dry humor at a kind of an early age. So that's what happened. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where things went <laughs> completely awry. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, I, I can still watch Daria and it kills me. Um, did either one of you guys, you didn't watch the show? Uh, I watched it here and there. I didn't really, I, I don't know. I just didn't really get into it too much. So I wasn't You didn't like, understand it? It's not that I didn't understand. I just didn't like it I at the time. I didn't think you would understand it. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was too you're busy. Too, you're too mainstream. I was too busy wearing slap wristbands and <laughs> being hip. <laughs> um, no, I watched it. I, uh, I I don't think I've I've seen the whole series run or both of the movies. I know I saw it, Is It Fall Yet? Because that was kind of like a big deal when it aired on MTV. Yeah. And I, I'm like such a sucker for like event programming. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if there's like, you know... Like they're the like last a, episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, they're like, you, you must tune in for this once in a lifetime thing. You know, like it'll be like a magic show on CBS <laughs> or something. I'm like, oh, I gotta like, I definitely gotta watch that live. Uh, or somebody will be like jumping the Grand Canyon, and I'll need to see that live. Too. <laughs> All right, but so, uh, so number, Dario num- was my like number that. three is when Evil Can Evil jumped the Grand Canyon. <laughs> the animated series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was an Evil Can Evil animated series. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was terrible. Um. But yeah, I don't. Know. I thought it was a really, uh, really clever show. One line that she had that I always think is funny is um, she got invited to go do something that she she didn't want to do, and she was like, "Nah," and said, "I think I'll just stay home and curl up with a nice dose of strychnine." <laughs> <laughs> so she was a little new metal, I'll admit. Yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you, have you ever seen the movie Ghost World? Yes. That's very Daria-esque. Don't you think they kind of like ripped off Daria a lot? Totally. That's a really good observation, actually. Have you ever heard of the band Mudvayne? Yes. Yeah, it's very Daria-esque. Yeah, yeah they, that's they very kind true. Of that's a very good observation, actually. <laughs> they really ripped off Daria, too. <laughs> uh, no, uh, did you like the supporting characters in the Daria world? Totally. I uh, I chose I chose Daria just because I felt like she's kind of the... Obviously, she's like the rock of that show, but like Trent is really funny, and she Trent is uh, her best friend Jane's brother, and uh, she has like a, a crush on him. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And he was... He wanted to be deep, like he was this band guy who was really deep, and Daria was way smarter than him. But she had like this, like really like dumb, like girl crush on him, and he would just say the dumbest stuff. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, he was a really good, solid character. I definitely did not pick up on that dynamic. Yeah, so I mean, she would kind of dumb herself down to like be around Trent, huh. and uh, yeah. So I don't know, it's it's totally worth watching. It was a really really good show. This might be kind of tangenty, and I'm um, sorry to bring it up, but um, on April Fool's Day, Hulu had like a bunch of like TV shows that they were like airing, like they would just air like these TV shows. But it was April Fool's Day, so all of the TV shows were fake TV shows, like mm-hmm. huh. shows from fr- like shows within shows, you know? Yeah. Um, and they had Six Sad World on there, which oh, is that's the, funny. Like, oh, the cool. new show from Daria, 
And if you played it, it would just play like all the clips from Six Sad World. <laughs> yeah, Th- that's more of a cool thing that Hulu did than has anything to do with Daria. But <laughs> good job, Hulu. So my Hooray. number four was Hulu. Huh. Um, wow! I, how did you give that such a bad response, you fucker? I didn't like it. I wasn't a big fan of it. I was into different stuff. It seems like you actively don't like it. I I don't know. It's you ever have something like just you, you hear it and for no reason at all, with absolutely no justification or anything to back it up, you just kind of like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. That's kind of how I but feel like, a little bit well, about I'm glad, South Park. I'm glad you admit it. Yeah, no, I I have no reason. It's just I never really got into it, and um, it just yeah. Whatever. That's kind of how I feel sometimes about South Park. Like spe- uh, specifically, like I know what during you mean. during like it's uh kind of like middle. Not when it was new. Not when it's like, not when it was like brand new. You know what I mean? Like when it first came out, and not now when I can kind of respect it. But in the middle part there, I was just like anybody that was wearing like, uh, I don't know, South Park pajama pants or something. <laughs> I was just like, you know, I had like such oh, a negative like boxers. Yes, negative stigma against it. Um, That's too bad because I was going to. Uh, and uh, I was going to bring my South Park, uh, <laughs> my South Park hat. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. And um, it was like uh, I don't know. It's just something that I never really got into. So I apologize, Duel. No, it's fine. I'm just sorry to hurt your feelings. No, 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 you didn't hurt my feelings. I just can't wait to hear yours. Don't get all Daria on me. <laughs> uh, uh, you want to hear mine? Stop doing this. Speaking this of part. which. All right, so uh, my number three, um, I really like this show a lot, so please don't make fun of it. <laughs> but uh, it's, no, it's actually a really cool show. It's one of those. It's another one of those shows that um, rewatching it, like you watch. I watched it when I was younger, obviously, but rewatching it, some of the subject matter is very offsetting for for kids. But my number three cartoon character is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, I love that. Hmm. Yeah. Do you ever watch that, Dooley? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Never heard of it. Oh, no, really? Weird. Well, hmm. I mean, I've heard of it. I just don't really. Just, I kind of just don't like it for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what your real opinion is of it. Hmm. Do you actually know what it is? Or? I'm like ready to explode because I love it so much. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I, 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 I'm aware of the show. It's made me laugh a few times. Um, yeah. So the the show is about a dog named Courage, and um, he has um, he lives with these two, uh, an elderly couple, Muriel and Eustace. And for, for they live in a, a house in the middle of nowhere, and for no reason, just scary, spooky things keep happening to them. <laughs> and he he always has to try to battle or fight them to save uh, Muriel and Eustace. And um, and are they like consistently unaware of what's going on? Like, yeah, they're the only one who who they, is aware of the spooky stuff. Right. Yeah. They they get into like this. They get like attacked and they get like uh, taken hostage all the time. Like their <laughs> oh their he, their heads are removed frequently. <laughs> so was I wrong to think that then? <laughs> no, no, because they're like, oh, you know, you better get go get my head. I what lost are you doing? my head for natural. Right. Yeah. Causes. It's just like they're they're a little bit oblivious to it. Um, but like courage is fucking terrified of everything but that's why I, like, I love the character so much because he's so afraid he's so visually terrified of what's happening but he still you know does what needs to be done and fights these like ghosts and ghouls and these scary things um, to save uh, Muriel and Eustace and Eustace is just a piece of shit to him all the time you know he's, Muriel's the one who kind of coddles the dog um, but he, you know he loves him just the same they're his owners and he wants to protect them uh, one thing about that show that's kind of mm, not weird but interesting is some of the like they use a lot of like traditional horror movie t- 
techniques in their shows for like actual scares like within the show like they build a lot of tension hmm. and um is that is that what you mean by um some of the content was like, yeah disturbing? yeah like um uh like some of them are uh like what's an episode i can reference um there was one with uh m- uh it was a puppet master uh, fusili or whatever and he wanted to turn uh muriel Mur- yeah technical <laughs> difficulties sorry everybody muriel and eustace into puppets and that's he, gross yeah he actually <laughs> He actually ends up doing it, and then at by uh, courage saves the day, and by the end of the show, um, but they're still puppets. So instead of like trying to save him, he just brings back puppet versions of his owners, and then he starts like marionetting them to act like they used to. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, it's that's really, gross. It's really weird. But then there's like these other parts where um, they use different types of animation to create an effect, like not even good versions of it, which makes it way more scarier. They'll use, like, real bad CGI in some scenes or, like, claymation, and it looks so unnatural and, like, just different from what your eyes are used to watching at that point. Almost like the first uh, Evil Dead. Yeah, and it's, like, it's really weird. They even have, like, an Exorcist-themed uh, um, episode. Don't get me do you, started. Do you remember the, the um, cartoon Eek the Cat? I do remember that A show. little bit. That's basically like uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, but a cat version, right? It, yeah. Am I remembering? I don't remember any details about it. I don't even know why I brought it up. But was, I know Eek the Cat was purple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy show. Yeah. That was purple. If you guys, God, God damn. <laughs> if you guys remember Eek the Cat, email us at <laughs> top5ofdeath at gmail.com. That's the numeral five, top five. That's right. It's always a numeral five in everything we have, by the way. I can't think of one thing where it's the number uh most spelled out version of five. Uh, if you search for the podcast on podcasts, you have to type in five. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Well, well sorry everyone. I think <laughs> I think uh, our courage is a is a good choice. Yeah, I I really like that show. I was watching um. Looking yeah, great it up choice. There. Vote for Matt's list. Why yeah. don't you? Well, I don't know. I might not. I might not win this one, but I know who's definitely not winning. <laughs> to me? <laughs> no, this kid over here. What? <laughs> Clearly I, me. I yeah. feel like we both have very l- l- little chance of actually winning. Yeah, I mean, and then we'll get another improv death story like the one Julie, <laughs> <laughs> like, where where I say that's strange like six <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> I will write it out from now on. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, do, you, do yourself a favor. If you're going to be winning these things, let um, everybody win. I, I can't even defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move into number two? Yeah, number two. Um, unless there's more you want to say. No, I love that show. He's a great character. Move on. Okay. Um, I feel like the, the when, when we're going to get higher on this list, the uh, the answers or the um, numbers are going to be, or the choices, jeez, what's wrong with me, uh, are going to be way more obvious. Do you guys feel that way too? Like, yeah. You feel like we're, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even sure. be surprised out of this, this whole next round that we have, the next two numbers are a lot of doubles. Yeah, because we haven't had any duplicates, which is the first time in top five of I think death. that's why it doesn't, it feels a little weird. It does we feel haven't a little, had any duplicates. Yeah, I know. I feel like uh, uh, a little off. So let's see. Maybe we'll have some duplicates this round. All uh, right. My number two is Philip J. Fry from Futurama. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, great. I. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh good. God. <laughs> they like that that's one. That's a load off. Thanks <laughs> for the uh, affirmation. <laughs> well, you guys hated all my other ones. <laughs> I didn't hate your other ones. I just don't think that they should be on any list at all. I don't, <laughs> don't think anyone should choose them. Right. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, what, what can be said about Futurama? Everybody loves Futurama. Um, That's, well, I, I'll, I can contest that. That everybody does? Uh, my roommate hates Futurama. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you'll contest it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, oh, that's weird. 
Did, did he say why? Is it is it because of fry? Because uh, let me <laughs> specifically because you like fry. <laughs> <laughs> let me explain because I I love fry because I think that he's a, uh, um, I don't know. There's something so like charmingly stupid about him. He's like definitely definitely stupid, right? He actually okay. So Wikipedia described him as an average, thoroughly unremarkable loser. <laughs> Jesus, is that, is that how you would describe him? Too? I think it, I think it's pretty apt. Is it's, that how they pitched him in like? I got this idea for this guy. His name's Fry. He's a whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> uh, I, um, average, thoroughly unremarkable loser. Yeah. <laughs> He's Joe Everyman. Thoroughly unremarkable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but so, and I, I agree with that, but I think that there's something so like, um, I don't know, cute about how naive and stupid he can be. Um, and he, he honestly like has kind of like a heart of gold. So he's like really stupid and, uh, and he gets himself into a bunch of like, I don't know. I don't want to keep saying stupid, but I don't have Go a ahead. dictionary or right. thesaurus ahead. in front would you, of me. Would you say misadventures? Would yeah. you say non-intelligently? Um, uh, well, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> moving right so apparently, apparently not. Go on. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, he, he very like non-intelligently gets himself into misadventures, <laughs> and I just think that it's... Uh, <laughs> you just like, you end up like really like rooting for him, even though he's uh, he's like clearly the... the um, yeah, thoroughly absolutely. unremarkable. He's yeah. clear. He's the thoroughly unremarkable loser. I feel yeah. like this entire description of what Fry is is just the same sentences repeated <laughs> over and over. He's and over really stupid. <laughs> like, you're making him sound so unappealing. I know. He's really stupid. And Guys, really average. <laughs> like uh, he gets himself into stupid situations yeah. and then gets out of them by being stupid. <laughs> but it's honestly true. Like that's exactly <laughs> how. But uh, so you nailed it. For anybody who doesn't know, Futurama is about a kid who is cryogenically frozen in in the year two thousand and wakes up in the year three thousand. It's three thousand, right? Not four thousand. I don't know. It's your pick. You tell me. (laughs) Well, I think it's three thousand. But uh, and then he just kind of like, you know, lives as a twenty twenty first century dude in a thirty first century world. World. Yeah, and it's Billy Billy West does the voice of. That's right. Fry. And did you know Billy West's other credits include Doug Funny from yep. Doug? Pretty oh. much everything. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Yep. He was both Ren and Stimpy, according to Wikipedia. Uh, for after season two. Yeah, yeah, it had a date on it, which I was going to put on here, but I figured, who's going to contest that? <laughs> who's going to challenge me? I like how you just learned the word contest and used it five minutes later. Well, what am I going to do? Not? Like, that's, <laughs> that's how I'm going to commit it to memory. Uh, but anyway, so he also played Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd in the Space Jam movie. <laughs> I was going to say, what is he, 103 years old? <laughs> um, he's the voice of Rayman. He's the voice of a bunch of other characters on Futurama, like uh, the Professor and Zoidberg and yeah, Zap Brannigan. He's and literally everything ever. Yeah. He also, which I thought was kind of interesting, is that he plays the voice of Jimmy Neutron. Huh. Hmm. According hmm. to Wikipedia. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, I think I also I tried to write down what his net worth was too because I thought it was interesting uh, how much money uh, he makes, but I don't think I did. I think it was like thirty. Oh yeah, I did write it down. He's worth thirty-five million dollars. Jesus, Billy West for for voicing Futurama characters. Have you ever watched interviews with him? He is pretty hard to take. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's just like he's got that Robin Williams syndrome where he just will not stop. Oh, gross. <laughs> You picked him. Way to go. Well, I didn't pick <laughs> Billy West. Billy West as his favorite cartoon character. Way to boost his ego. Pump his tires up a little more, will you? Billy West, if you're listening, stop being so much like Robin Williams <laughs> yeah. to the, me. I love the idea of Robin Williams syndrome. But um, So just to talk about Fry again for a second. Um, 
I think it, a lot of times, like the main character of a show, it's hard to say that that's your favorite character of the show because the supporting characters are always so good. Like, does anybody agree with that, or do you guys always love the main character of a show? Oh no, I mean that's uh, that that's why I picked Daria. You know, I love all the supporting characters from that show, but you know, I picked Daria because she's a good representation of, of the show. Yeah, I, I think that that speaks true to also about Fry. Um, but I also think it's weird because Fry might be my favorite character on Futurama. Um, and he's the lead, and I think that that's very rare. I, mean, I, you, you, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Mean. Did you start watching the show like when it first aired? Yeah, I, I've been with it all all along, and this is its final season right now. And um, I'm honestly like, I'm ready to give it up. I yeah. think we've got plenty of Futurama now. It's we've, on hospice, and you're telling it to move into yeah, the we're light. Just moving <laughs> it <laughs> on hospice. <laughs> it's we've got seven great seasons. There's a couple slip ups here and there, but seven great seasons and four movies. I mean, what more? Do, what more do we need? We really don't need much more than that. I think. Yeah. Although the last few episodes of Futurama, the new season that's airing right now, the episodes were so good, and it made me think like, wait, maybe we could keep going with this. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, Philip J. Fry, my number two pick. Cool. 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 Um, my number two is Philbert from Rocco's Modern Life. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I picked Philbert. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything I'm going to say right now is just dog shit. I, I feel like no matter what my list is, people are listening and they're like, ugh, Fuck that list. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait to not like that one in like BWKs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I chose Filbert um, because I can relate to him because he's so neurotic. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming off really weird in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> You're really letting people in. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, I have a dry sense of humor. I don't connect I'm, well with I'm people s- like Charlie Brown. I'm self-loathing. I'm oh so my god, I know. You picked Charlie Brown, Daria, and Filbert. And all, all, <laughs> all for negative characteristics how i've thrived in any kind of romantic relationship is beyond me (laughs) have you you thrived would you say that would you say you've thrived uh i mean that's i'd put it that i'd put it that way mildly (laughs) who uh who who was your other character what do you mean what was your list? Go yeah, back over. so far. Oh, you want me to, um, me to slow recap? Poke. Oh, Slowpoke. Slow oh. <laughs> I can relate to him because he's so apathetic. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And he's Puerto Rican. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so go on with your sad story. Well, Filbert's fucking hilarious, guys. He is funny. Let's let's not bullshit a bullshitter here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that, whatever we do. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Rucker's Modern Life, um, I, I mean, if you don't know, it's, now you know. You know, it was one of the, in my opinion, best Nicktoons that there was. It came after uh, Ren and Stimpy. And I think we'll have to do was, a Nicktoons episode. I mean, I could talk about Nicktoons for a very long time. Yeah. Definitely for an hour. Do you hour think like an hour, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I could probably fit it into a formatted hour and a half <laughs> podcast. Cool. Um, yeah, but uh, Filbert is so hilarious it's it's funny because if you watch i don't know if you guys have rewatched rocco in your philbert's the turtle right yes okay um so you clearly haven't (laughs) Uh, Uh, i just was watching it today (laughs) (laughs) philbert wasn't watched the whole series um he starts off very woody allen-ish he's he's very neurotic oh so he marries his young adopted (laughs) daughter chinese daughter (laughs) (laughs) um but, yeah, no, he's just, like, super neurotic. There's that one scene, I don't know if you guys remember, where he's talking to Rocco in the comic book store, and he's like, oh, every time I read a comic, I get ink on my hands, and you turn the page, you wash your hands, you turn the page, 
you wash your hands <laughs> over and over again. No, neither one of you guys. No, I remember that. And I think I've actually heard you quote that before in like, just like in real that life. Always <laughs> that always struck me as, as really funny. But um, as the series went, he just got more and more absurd. Um, there was one episode where Heifer and Rocco, who are best friends in the show, thought that um filbert was an, an an alien <laughs> who gave like this high five of death <laughs> um so it just got it got more and more absurd but it started from a, a neurotic kind of woody allen kind of place wait so did he end up being an alien um in the end uh like yeah <laughs> but it but it didn't like carry over to the next episode it kind of ended like with a weird twist Mm-hmm. But I mean, the continuity in a lot of those Nicktoons was just absurd. So wait, the the high five of death did that actually kill anybody? Um, well, it was funny because he would go to people and be like, "Oh yeah, good job, high five. and then <laughs> they'd be really afraid to give him a high five because they read like a similar story in a um like sci-fi magazine, where like, "Oh, this alien gives like the high five of death," and, like he kind of looks like Filbert. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like avoiding Filbert, and he just wanted to give a high five. Um, but in the end, he actually gives someone a high five, and it like it kills him or something like that. Huh. What was what was uh, Filbert's catchphrase? He had he was like one of one character that had a catchphrase on He'd that go, show. I'm nauseous. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> nauseous. Oh, I'm I'm nauseous. <laughs> nauseous. I always thought that he was uh, voiced by one of the Jerky Boys. He did sound. He sounded like he sounded um, like Saul Rosenberg. Saul, yeah. Hello, this is Saul Rosenberg. It, it was it was very similar. He was voiced by someone named Doug Lawrence. Who I guess did, has done a bunch of stuff on. Um, he's Plankton on oh. um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, that's oh. your number five. Right? He's done a bunch yep. of stuff. He's also Plankton. done um, <laughs> Plankton, not SpongeBob. Have, have you guys ever heard of that show, um, Camp Lazaro? Uh, yeah. Um, that was actually created by the creator Joe Murray, who uh, th- he created Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, I can definitely see that. Yeah. So there's a lot of similarities between those two a series. Lot. Um, so yeah, he's done a lot of voices for both of those both of those cartoons and Spongebob and he's just like one of those thriving guys in the cartoon scene um, but the voice work for a film I wish I was incredible. in the cartoon scene there was one episode where Rocco and um, Heifer go to the future and they meet like a wise version of Filbert in the future <laughs> and he's like you can all ask me one question about the future and Heifer's like how old are you and he goes 38 <laughs> 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 next question <laughs> So wait, Filbert was thirty-eight that whole time. It was the um, that was the older version of uh, Filbert, who mm. was like who was like a decrepit old man in a wheelchair. <laughs> How old are you? Thirty-eight. It's like Hans Mole Man. <laughs> so yeah, Filbert. Uh, okay, cool, that's cool a, beans. That's a good choice. I was wondering if a Rocco's Modern Life character would end up on anybody's list. I, I had to. Well, consider your queries answered. <gasps> no. Oh, okay. Don't. There's no repeating here. I really hope you picked Daria. No. <laughs> I know. Absolutely not. Carl Fredrickson. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I just realized my... Um, Number two sucks? No, it does not, you piece <laughs> of shit. Um, but it is um, very It's very sl- similar to my number three. Um, so my number three is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> who essentially is a... Another dog. You love this frightened I love character. frightened dogs. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> If you, you know, you, you Did you even realize that when you were making the list? I just realized it when I was looking at you my list You couldn't have right traded now. one for the other, huh? No. <laughs> can, can I tell you something about Scooby-Doo? Which can is I just... Uh, let me interrupt no, no, you. Yeah, go ahead. If you're a listener, do not vote for Matt's because it's not a very well-rounded <laughs> list. <laughs> don't fucking... Don't try to pitch your yeah, and shitty let me, votes. Let me interrupt hey, you for cut, a second. This is cutthroat now. Let all me right. interrupt you for a second. Um, this is going to alienate me with all of the listeners, but um, I hate Scooby-Doo. You, I, you, I, 
am not a huge fan of it. Oh, wow. Can you, can you give me the two-minute pitch of why I should change my mind on yeah, that? Yeah, sell me on it. Um, because he's a lovable character. Done. Okay. I'm going to put it in my queue tonight. <laughs> <laughs> put it in your queue. <laughs> he, uh, well, his, um, his, his wife dies at an early age. And uh, he also his last name is Scooby Doo uh, Sanchez. <laughs> is it really? No. <laughs> Wait, he has a wife? N- none of that was true. <laughs> that was accommodating to two of your picks. I was thinking. I was thinking that sounds similar to. Yeah, Scooby Doo's wife. Picks. <laughs> Scooby Doo's wife was put down because she couldn't race anymore at the track. <laughs> <laughs> she was a horse, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Scooby-Doo married Why a horse. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, What's your number one? All right. George Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so come on, come on. Tell, tell us exactly why. All right, you so Scooby-Doo. Because um, I love the show. I uh, I am a sucker pick for... pick Fred. <laughs> Fred, what? Because he wears an ascot? Fuck that. He can take that ascot and wipe pick his Shaggy's ass. Shaggy's a pothead. Yeah, no way. No way am I picking that dirty hippie. <laughs> so then Velma. Then. Velma, what? Ooh. Yeah. That l- that lipstick lesbian? No thanks. <laughs> what's lipstick the What's the other one's way. name? Who, Daphne? Daphne. Bookie Dream. Yeah. Daphne, I would pick. Okay, of course. Oh hell yeah! Oh, and then no, what? What's Scooby Doo's? The what's Scooby Doo's um uh, nephew's name? Scrappy Doo. Scrappy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was great. Yeah. Can Can I get to my points here? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scoobs. BWK, I've never wanted to high five you as much as I do right. Don't. Now. He's an alien. You'll the die. High five of death. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, if I made a play Grave Danger. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I like Scooby-Doo. Fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, this is how I was when I said freaking Carl Fredrickson, and I had to defend it to you guys. Now you go. Yeah, apparently this is like defense night. <laughs> I <laughs> defend Daria Morgendorfer. <laughs> <laughs> Very differing. Uh, we might not have any doubles. However, yeah, wow, I think, I I think our number one is my double. Um, so anyway, Scooby-Doo. Um, I just, I like, um, I'm kind of like a horror nerd buff so i like those types of shows and um, well that that does make sense yeah yeah and uh like i just i don't know when i so scooby-doo was when i was like younger and i always wanted to i had a dog and i would try to play you know scooby-doo with my dog whose name was mugsy and (laughs) i would take him out into the yard and you know you know play pretend and I'd be like, you know. Oh, my God, this is so cute. Yeah, so we go out and, like, we go into the bushes and, like, you know, make up the whole story about, like, trying to solve the mystery. And for some reason, the culprit was always my father. <laughs> <laughs> was always, he was always guilty of something. Um, Do you, Can you remember any storyline from the ones you used to create? Um, oh, I would yeah, kill I would to love, hear that. I'd love yeah. to hear this. Even if they're not even that good. No, I, they really weren't. It was just like something like. Uh, it's not you're a child. <laughs> you're a comedy writer. <laughs> the um, I remember there was one that like I would always try to solve the case of like uh, the missing remote because it always went missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you knew back then. As yeah, a kid. So the, the, the remote was just gone, and I was like, it's the like, case of the empty cereal bowl. You're just like thinking to yourself, like, what is the one treasured item that if gone missing, <laughs> people would search for? Right, the remote. <laughs> But like you know, Scooby Doo, same thing. He's a he's a, a scaredy cat. I hate the fact that I just said that. Yeah, <laughs> the, pun, the dog. pun intended. I'm sure. Well, you can't you can't say scaredy dog. Nobody would know what you were talking about. Right. So and I didn't even like saying it myself. Right. So, but the the thing is, is just like uh, just like uh, courage. He um he always comes through like when he's really needed. Like when somebody's in like real danger, like he'll come out and like do what he needs. But he'll get the fuck out of dodge as soon as he can. Um, and he likes uh, Scooby snacks, which I thought was fun. 
And that's a, so that's a that's a Hanna Barbera cartoon, which are right. Yeah, always. Oh, another thing solid. about that show: uh, the Scooby Doo fruit snacks are super good. <laughs> that, that's just so about that two, show. Your number two is Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Right, the um, the blue one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scooby Doo is my number two, and that rhymed. Um, I so. So are you, fan, are you a fan of the movies as nah, being a fan of the show? No, not so much. However, Why is that? I, I am because I, I, I uh, it's I don't know. I don't the CGI on Scooby Doo was during that period of bad CGI. Yeah, and they tried to just kill you with it. Yeah, and it just doesn't look good. I think it looks stupid. Um, what's his face? Um, who's an SLC punk? What's his name? Uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, that's uh, he played. Wow, a, he played. Uh, I don't know where that came from. He played. Good sh- job. He played Shaggy, and you know he was he was he was good Shaggy, good typecast, a little scrawny, emaciated heroin chic looking guy. <laughs> heroin. <laughs> who, who else did we have? I know that um, Sarah oh, uh, Michelle Geller was in it. Yeah. Right? Um. What's his the uh, girl from Freaks and Geeks? Freddie Prince. Her name. Freddie Prince Jr. Was Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Oh, and she was also in Grandma's Boy. She played Velma, right? Right. Yeah. yeah okay. We just named Velma. the entire cast of the Scooby Doo movie. Great. <laughs> <laughs> She, she's a you, Louisa. Wait, so what's the other girl's name? Not Velma. Daphne. Daphne. You would choose Daphne over Velma? Yes. <sighs> well, okay. So I me, disagree wholeheartedly, my Are you friend. kidding me? Are you, you know in real life Velma had a greasy face. I would. I like bookie girls. You should see <laughs> Dooley's face right now. It, it's super greasy. Yours too, Matt. Mine, I'm sure, is just you know perfectly clean. If you can't beat him, join him. It's hot in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, So even though I don't, like Scooby Doo, I can't tell you that that's not a good number two. Yeah, it's a it's a solid pick. A lot of pe- a lot of people grew up with Scooby Doo, and um, it was uh, you know what else too is uh, back in the day they had the um like the um the what's the word I'm looking for the uh, two cartoons come together crossover. Yep, they had Batman, Scooby Doo and Batman. Yep, that's Sco- a bizarre one. Yeah, it was it was pretty popular. Scooby Doo and Batman. Um, they also had uh, what else did they have? Um, X Men and the Jetsons. No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but they had like a Laurel and Hardy cartoon uh, versions. I'm pretty sure it was Laurel and Hardy, but it was one of those comedy duos. Abbott but, uh, and Costello. Maybe it was Abbott and Costello. But uh, yeah, it was super awesome. The Batman ones were great. Hmm. Well, very good. Odd. Yep, that's my number two. So, but here we are. At the number ones. Yep. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> wow. Number one. I feel um, pressure about being the first one to say my number one. Oh well. But there's, uh, but I know that it's a it's a great number one and the most likely for a duplicate. Ooh. I'm looking at, y- at yeah, you. Matt. I'm also looking at you. I think <laughs> we probably have the same number one. I well, think I can guess it. Can you try not to let on if it is the same? Yeah, I will. I will. I will not react at all. Okay, I'm gonna look at you <laughs> though. So well, I'm not gonna <laughs> do anything. But the listeners sucks. aren't. The listeners. I'm aren't. gonna be completely pan faced. Okay, so <laughs> this character <laughs> pan faced. <laughs> I've never heard the that expression. racist top five of death this evening. <laughs> I meant to say deadpan. <laughs> I left out the dead. <laughs> okay, so um, in nineteen <laughs> panned face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nineteen eighty-seven. This character was uh, brought into the world. We're looking at Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson, my number one pick. Is Homer Simpson? That's a great pick. <laughs> okay, I'm not looking at Matt. Don't worry. We can, now we can discuss. <laughs> there what? is literally no reaction. <laughs> okay, so Homer I'm sorry. I felt I was so interested in Matt's non-reaction that I stifled my own reaction, which is <laughs> like, hey, wow, cool. So uh, let's try that again. I felt like that was not. 
anticlimactic. Okay. Oh, wow. Here, here we are, guys, at number ones. Ooh, wow. My number one, I'm just going to jump straight into it. All right. <laughs> is Homer Simpson. Woo! <laughs> All right. I can get on board with that one. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, Homer is, is I mean, no one's, no one's going to argue here with me that Homer is not a great character. He is uh, another kind of like lovable idiot. Mm-hmm. Um is with, he thoroughly unremarkable? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish I had looked up the Wikipedia description of him. I bet you it's something really funny. But um, the thing the thing about The Simpsons is that, well, The Simpsons is such like a, I mean, we've, we've talked about The Simpsons on this podcast before, um, so everybody knows how important it is to me, but um, and to a lot of people. But uh, Homer is sort of like the crutch of that entire show. He's like literally almost every episode hinges on him, which is funny because it actually kind of started out sort of like the Bart Simpson show. It was really all about Bart at the beginning. Do you guys kind of remember that? Sure. First like six, seven seasons were really kind of like Bart centric. And then they, they picked up on Homer and it's still running as like Homer is the main character Uh, voiced by the uh, perfect Dan Castanella. Right. You guys know that? Yep. Okay, yep, he's great. I looked up his net worth too just out of curiosity, right? 50 billion. Well, so think think of this, okay? <laughs> so Billy Billy West, right, who has done a lot of like really famous notable characters, uh, you know, Cenimal, is that the right word? Um he's worth 35 million. Homer the the ca- a guy who voices Homer Simpson and almost Homer Simpson exclusively. I know he does other voice work too and on the Simpsons too, but um he it was worth four hundred, no, sorry, sixty million. That's double what Billy West is worth, and he gets paid four hundred thousand dollars an episode. Jesus, for and that show has been on for I want to say sixty-seven years, <laughs> uh, roughly. Yeah, right. can you can and you all, that? and all the uh, uh, reruns on the different channels? He gets royalties for yeah. that. Yeah, so I mean, I have to also preface all of this by saying. That is based on networth.com. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that is based on maybefacts.com. <laughs> based on something I would like to be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Backmeup.org. <laughs> but so you, uh, anyway, Homer Simpson is, is such a, um, a, I don't know, great character that um, it would be really hard let for. Me, let me ask you this. And, yes, and please help me out. I am floundering. <laughs> Let me ask you this: How do you? He's, hey, he's why like don't you the, ask him when you're talking into the mic? The dumb father figure, right? Yeah. How do you think he relates to Peter Griffin from Family Guy? You mean your number one pick? <laughs> I'm just kidding, or half kidding. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, so oh I think he's I think Homer is. Well, see, I'm like really um, biased here. But I think yeah, that I, I want to know what you what you think. Yeah, there's something like endearing about how stupid homer is where peter griffin seems almost like um uh i don't know like negligent or, and like rude where homer is just kind of like innocent and stupid i don't know they seem like they do seem like different characters uh they have similar characteristic traits is this boring to listen to me discuss the difference between peter no, griffin I, and asked, I asked you, uh, you as a big simpsons fan i just want to know yeah i mean i think what that makes they, him so appealing i think they're both like really funny characters yeah um i i like family guy but i have to say that there's something like adorable about homer that that you don't get from peter would you do homer impressions on the schoolyard with your brothers oh my god i couldn't do an impression of anything 
<laughs> You'd ask me to do an impression of my own speaking voice, and I'll screw it up. <laughs> and now BWK's impression of BWK. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's me, BWK. <laughs> what the hell is that? So um, I guess we'll just move away from this topic of conversation. Yeah, because I have a feeling we might, uh, we, yeah, we might come back to it later. I have a feeling it's coming back around. <clears throat> okay, so my number what? one is... <laughs> Yeah, it c- build it. Build it a little. Go ahead. My number one is not your number one. Oh, my nice. God. Ooh. It is, <gasps> I think it's probably kind of predictable coming from me, Renhoek. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. It had to be Renhoek. Yeah, yeah, I was I was I thinking no the choice. whole time what you were you were giving your list, I was like, when is one of the Ren and Stimpy characters going to be on this yeah, list, I if just, at all? You know? I'm, I'm obsessed. Uh, I used to... <laughs> I used to do impressions of, <laughs> and they it. sounded of, like I. I can't do it anymore. Here's the thing: I thought I was so good at it when I was about six, <laughs> and I w- and I would be like, "Yeah, like really good job." <laughs> but it was probably just people humoring me because I was six. But right. I thought that was like a talent of mine to do an impression of Ren. Well, I kind of like forget what his voice sounds like a little bit. So when you do it right now, or when it's, I stop talking, it's going to sound a lot. Like it, uh, it's gonna sound great. I think, right, Matt? Do you yeah. agree with that? Are you guys trying to trick me into doing a no, <laughs> just, <laughs> an impression of <laughs> no, no? I mean, like I, I also, I also forget what he sounded like. Did he yeah. sound like uh, like, a, like, like a, a big dumb? Here's yeah. the thing: he was like based a, off of Peter Laurie. Oh, um, he was supposed to be uh, a combination of of Peter Laurie and. Is it possible that you could tell the rest of this history in a Ren voice? <laughs> it's possible. But yes, it's not gonna yes, happen. It is possible <laughs> that I could do that. Um, he would be. He would be like, I guess I'll give it a shot. It was like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck off. No, no, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mister Howard, keep going. Yeah, keep um, going. So, in the first few seasons, he was uh, voiced by the creator. Um, he was voiced by Ryan Dooley. <laughs> he was voiced by a six-year-old version of me. I can only imagine what a six-year-old version of that sounds like. He's like, you idiot. Um, he, was, he was voiced by um, John Chris Lucy, who was the creator. Um, but then John Chris Lucy got fired um, off the show, and, and it was such a smash that Ninte- uh, Nintendo, uh, Nickelodeon... <laughs> it's, it's getting late. It's almost one in the morning. I know. We are doing a late run tonight. Um. Nickelodeon had held on to the rights and they kept making the show and Billy West took over both. And in my opinion, I think Billy West was a terrible Ren. Oh, really? It, it, he wasn't... John Crystal Lucy's voice was very subtle. He wasn't always, like, screaming. Mm-hmm. He would, but then when he was just talking to Stimpy, it was just like it was a very subtle kind of Peter Lorre kind of voice. And do you think that's because Billy West suffers from the uh, <laughs> Robin Williams Williams syndrome? syndrome? <laughs> 100%, yeah. Like, when he did... Ren, he would just like scream. He was very shrill, um, and then the the writing for that show kind of went downhill anyway. So I don't have the fondest memories of the later seasons of uh, Ren and Stimpy. But I chose Ren because he he was just always my favorite growing up, and he's so mean, but he has such a soft spot for Stimpy, and he's so mean to Stimpy, and Stimpy just kind of lets it happen. He kind of likes it, and uh, it, something about that relationship is just wonderful. It can't be can't be beat. Yeah, I always um um really liked Stimpy. So I wonder if that says something about our personalities. Maybe, yeah. I don't know what though. If you if you guys know, email. Yeah, I've been us, a bit snippy. To, you've been a bit snippy to BWK, and you're really kind of being a little pushover. So, uh, am I? Jesus, mm. <laughs> who am I, guys? Who am I? A, a dick. Oh, I'm that dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my number one. It's, I think Ren will probably be my favorite cartoon character of all time for the rest of my life. Do you have a um a like 
Ren moment that sticks out in your head? There's this one part where <laughs> he's just he just he gets so angry, but then he's just so childlike at times. Where um, there's this one episode where his teeth keep falling out. Oh yeah, and because he's, he's not he's not brushing his teeth. The stinky molar holes. And Ren's like, I asked him, he's like, Ren, like gotta brush your teeth you know and he's like ah it's for kids <laughs> you're a sucker in there like you know brushing your teeth so his teeth keep falling out and he's just like so sad that he doesn't have any teeth but he's like was yelling at stimpy like before he's like oh you know that's kid stuff i'm not gonna brush my teeth all his teeth fall out so he's like all depressed in bed and stimpy's like ren do you want me to do you want me to tell you a story <laughs> and ren's just like oh a story. <laughs> <laughs> so childlike. <laughs> he just has such. He has this like contrasting attitude where he's just so angry, but um, it's just childlike and loves Stimpy so much. So, I just love how he can be so angry one moment, but just full of uh, full of love for Stimpy in the next moment. Good number one. Yeah, Thanks. great number one. I kind of tried to stay away from a pick I had last week. Oh, so I would have definitely actually. No, I'm gonna throw him in. The, I'm gonna make a last minute audible and throw my. Uh, who I was going to pick in my, I mean, my I, honorable mention. See, mentions. so like that's what I was saying earlier. I'm not going to change my list just to get votes so I can do an improvised uh, death. <laughs> an improv. All right. I'm, ne- I'm never living that down. <laughs> we should like kind of re-record it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, definitely not. I like yeah, no, I actually. I like that way more. I and really then BWK share. said, that was weird. <laughs> and then Dooley said, that was weird. So wait, so your number one, your number one pick was Ren? Yeah. That's strange. And, and what was your number one pick? I, I forgot I was supposed to say that. And yours was Homer. Mine was. Isn't that strange? That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> okay, go go ahead. Matt. So my number one, which is no surprise to anybody who knows any of us, is also Homer Simpson. Oh, way nice. to go! Damn, nice. our first friggin' duplicate at number one. I know. That's what a, I feel like that's gonna happen kind of a lot, like with our number ones, because. They're number one for a reason. It's so strange. Well, because we're all friends. Yeah, it is very strange. (laughs) BWK (laughs) said BWK. Said said BWK. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and re-listen to how many times I I supposedly said that strange. I bet you it's only twice. (laughs) I know we've (laughs) exaggerated to the point where that was the entire story. (laughs) That was the story arc. (laughs) Can't wait to edit the shit out of it. That sounds good. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Matt. Um, Tell us why. So, um, yeah, I picked Homer, Homer Simpson, and to correct you in something you said earlier about it being like a Bart-centric show, it was only a Bart-centric sh- uh, show for the first two seasons. It, no way, really? Yeah. I, I specifically read that fact uh, today. Oh, wow. Well, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange occurrence. That is strange, said um, my friend. But, yeah, like you, like, <laughs> like, uh, like you said, he, um, he's just he's very... Uh, like a lovable character and like you can tell like you asked what the difference between Peter Griffin and, and Homer was and the the difference is like you said he he's not whatever he's doing he's not doing it maliciously or on purpose he's doing it because he just doesn't know any better and he means well mm-hmm. all the time yeah he always means well and that's like a, a very uh, like save the cat type of like uh, character trait that he has and um okay so maybe that's a, a huge difference then between Earlier, when I was trying to compare and contrast him and Peter Griffin, because Peter Griffin is definitely malicious, right? Yeah, yeah he's and uh, just does rude, really he's selfish, yeah. awful things, but it's okay, right? Um, but the um, it. yeah, and just like well, uh, Matt kind of solved it. 
I figured that one out myself. Mm. <laughs> but um, like uh, I, I really, really love Homer Simpson. Like I hope to be like I'm going to <laughs> model my Homer? fatherhood after Homer Simpson. I have two. There's two. That like, sounds horrible. There, well, there's two characters uh, from TV that I would like to model my fatherhood off of. Homer and Scooby Doo. Uh, no, because <laughs> he was a shitty uncle. <laughs> Always leaving him to fight off the demons, but uh, no. I'm dying to know this number two one, so I know the first one's Homer. First one's Homer, and the second one is uh, Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> what a coke fiend! <laughs> he no, on that show he's fucking awesome, and you know what? He he's another good dad. Like Homer, Homer is indisputably a good dad. Right? Yeah, they're just good, and a good husband too. Well, yeah, well-meaning fathers, and uh, one episode in particular that like really kind of like like touches my heart and like pulls my heartstrings is the um the Lisa um the Lisa uh, definitely not it's not even a Lisa episode I don't know why I said it but the story about um uh the name of the episode's called uh Maggie makes 3 Oh my god that's so sweet that episode That episode is super sweet and the whole premise of the episode is um why there are no pictures of of Maggie and like they go through the story about how Maggie was uh born and everything like that and like Homer quit his job because he had like the perfect budget and then he had to go back to work at the power plant cuz uh Marge got pregnant with Maggie and then, like, he was, like, kind of against the whole, like, having another kid, and he was, like, all bent out of shape about it until she was until she was born, and, like, he saw her, and, like, he, you know, he fell, you know, he got the fatherly instinct and mm-hmm. fell in love with her again, and, like, so the end result of the episode is that, you know, why are there no pictures of Maggie around the house is because he has them all up at his... Uh, workstation. At his workstation. And it's really cute because there's, like, this is one, like, uh, climactic, like, um, brings the whole episode together is when he goes back to the power plant, he has to grovel for his job from Mr. Burns, and he gives him a uh, a demotivational plaque. Um, demotivational. <laughs> right. It's it's company policy to give him the demotivational plaque when they come back for their jobs, and it says, uh, "Remember, you're here forever." And when they cut back to the last <laughs> scene of the episode, he's got pictures of like really like cute pictures of Maggie, like of him and Maggie as like uh, when she's like like being a real infant, and he's got them like um, posted up on the sign in different spots. So it says, uh, um, "It says, remember." You're here for her instead of you're here forever. Aww. Yeah, do it yeah. for her. Oh, do it for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really sweet. I was like, I remember seeing, like, even now I'm getting, like, kind of, like, tingly. Um, yeah, in me the arms. too. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, too. Yeah. Um, Homer is such a lovable character. Yeah. He, nobody, I, I don't think I've ever met someone who's like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, really irresponsible. <laughs> He's really irresponsible, which is why, um, it's hard to say he's a good dad. He's a well intentioned dad. But, um, you know what's funny? Just to quickly say something different about The Simpsons is Marge. Marge is a like really great mom, and uh, she always shows up on the list of like Mom of the Year awards. Right? <laughs> Isn't that so weird that they put they would put Marge Simpson on that list? That is weird. Well, she is. <laughs> but um, all right, yeah. So those were our number ones. Honorable mentions. Let's go. Uh, let's go around quickly because we are almost. This this is. Shaping up to be the longest podcast yet. Jesus. Oh shoot! Okay. So, and I apologize. I swear to God, we're gonna try to eventually get this down to an hour. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's keep apologizing so that we right. keep adding yeah. on time. Um, uh, so my honorable mention is just real quick. Uh, if I can't say any more Simpsons characters, it would be Jack Skellington from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. I know he's like I know he's claymation, but right. well, I, I, picked, I, I picked two computer animated ones right. anyway, so. Um, see I, what happens you don't put restrictions on your category <laughs> yeah, <crazy>. see, like, <laughs> yeah it makes for great dialogue <laughs> anyway 
Uh, I just think I think he's a really great character. I love Jackson. And too. when I was younger, I loved that movie. So it's one of my favorite movies to this day. You can't like it now though without having this like weird stigma no, attached no, to no. it. No, no, no. It's I always defend it by saying it, it. It has been grandfathered in. It existed before that whole new metal hot topic trend was created. So. Malgoth. I, I liked that right. movie when I was a Malgoth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many years ago. Uh, Dewey, honorable mention. Um, I would say uh, Christopher Lloyd's character from <laughs> um, Who wow, Roger Rabbit. You are not going to win this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you guys remember Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, Oh, I yeah. Remember. Wasn't he a real person? He Until the very end when you find hey. out he was a cartoon, hey. he had cartoon eyes that turned into knives. Those scared the shit out of me. Okay, it yeah, okay, whatever. the scariest fucking Let thing. me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Okay, go ahead. Everybody had a problem with me picking computer animated cartoons. This is a live action person. <laughs> this is a real person. I didn't, I didn't say anything. He had cartoon your- eyes and that qualifies? That's enough? See, I think. If, I th- yeah, but in the movie he says, I'm a cartoon. Same oh, cartoon. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I'm a cartoon. Am I a cartoon? No. Yeah, my number yeah, one pick is myself. Yeah. But you wouldn't make my list. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Ouch. I'm, I have too much uh, self-esteem to make your list. Okay, we got to wrap it up. What's your your number, uh, honorable mention? Uh, like I said, I, I pulled an audible uh, earlier, so now my honorable mention is going to be Freakazoid because he is super awesome. Oh, yeah. And I love them. My original honorable mention was Daffy Duck. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, oh, you, you pulled an audible, audible on your honorable mention. Yes. That's a hard sentence to say. Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, so that was our top five. Great. Uh, yay. Um, obviously, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Email us, top5adeath at gmail.com. Add us on Facebook, top, uh, facebook.com slash top5adeath. Twitter handle, top5adeath. You probably could have guessed. The numeral. The numeral. The numeral. The numeral and everything. Um, thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll be back next week with our fifth episode it's going to be a good one so uh, smell you later Boop.